I am back. I fucking hope you like that intro because it's never coming back. It's a special occasion. However, I cannot promise that this little break is a special occasion. It was a much needed break after my Halloween special, which I fucking hope that you listen to. It's my creme de la creme. It's the one episode I'm the most proud of. And after that, I don't know, I kept recording and recording and recording, and I just felt, man, I'm I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, you know? I don't want to fake rage. I don't want to fake bullshit. I've been saying it since day uno. And I will always repeat it because I will always mean it. I do not bullshit on this podcast. That doesn't mean that you'll always agree with me. No, on the fucking contrary. I expect fucking no one to fucking agree with me. That's the point. Remember, even though it's a break, I'm still going strong. The point will always remain the same. The music remains the same. The songs remain the same. My point with this is to give you another perspective on things. Not to convince you. Not to convince anyone else. But to make you say, huh, I didn't quite see it that way. Now remember that, because the next episodes I have lined up, you're going to have to remind yourself that if you want to be my friend, my amigo. Besides that, how's life? Uh, My Let's Play is going strong. I fucking hope you're looking at that too. YouTube.com slash Rycro. That's... R-A-Y-C-R-O-W. I've been doing some fucking System Shock. I've been doing some Castlevania. And I got some nice games planned up. Oh, right. And don't forget my fucking medieval playthrough. Hope you're all seeing that shit. And if you do, please comment. Please comment, like, and subscribe to my channel. Otherwise, you know, just hit me up. I'm not a hard person to find. I write on Twitter. I got the tweets. I got the instas. I'm on Facebook. It's not hard to find me. Twitter.com slash Danny Strange. Now, is this whole fucking podcast episode about me fucking plugging my shit? Kinda. But besides that, I have this... I felt it, you know? I felt it. I was browsing the internet and I saw that's the one. That's the topic that's going to take me back. That's the one thing that I feel that got under my fucking skin. And as usual, if you've seen the fucking headline of the episode, which I think you did, you'll know what I'll be talking about. And considering that most of us belong to it, 
I would think that most of you would think would say to yourselves, what the fuck is Danny going to talk about? What the fuck can he possibly find the problem with communities? Now, what the fuck do I mean by communities? By communities, I don't mean your fucking next door neighbor. I don't mean your fucking hobby room with your friends or whatever. Of course not. Communities, I'm talking specifically about nerd-related shit. Movie communities, gaming communities. And by community, it could mean several different things, and I'm going to mention a couple of them. And my problem with them. And then maybe, just maybe, you'll start to understand things the way I see them. Hmm? So let's start with the good one. Let's start with a community that never ceases to fucking amaze me in how fucking entitled they are and how fucking obsessed with their way and <laughs> no other community points the finger at everyone else saying, you're the problem with everything when they should look in the fucking mirror. No other community does it as well as the PC fanboys. I've done a fucking bonus episode on Mac and the Mac haters. Hope you listened to it. I think you did. It's my most downloaded episode. And I can promise you most of them were for fucking PC fanboys saying, no, no, this can't be right. Mac's the worst thing that's ever happened. Now, don't worry. This is not PC versus Mac. This is not, this is just PC fucking fanboys over fucking all. Because holy shit, there is no fucking community that has their heads up their own fucking ass while being hypocrites about it. No community. You're all fucking hypocrites. And by hypocrites, I mean this. You fucking love to put your shit over. You love putting your shit over. Oh, well, you know, my PC, it's, uh, it, costed, uh, it costed a lot. And it's the most powerful thing out there. And uh, <laughs> I can play basically anything I want. Still can't play play Crisis on the highest, but, you, you know, anything else, I'm right there, baby. And at the same time, giving shit to Apple users for, <laughs> you put money into that? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that, sh that should be cheap. Oh, it should be really cheap, but um, I guess it's not, huh? Apple cultist. That's what I mean by being a fucking hypocrite. No fucking community beats the fucking PC fanboys. You guys fucking love it when things go your way. Oh, we have Steam. Mm, we have, oh, 60 frames per second. Oh, we have 220 frames per second. We have a gazillion frames per second. The, there's so many fucking frames that the game crashes just trying to boot it up. Oh, oh, we got 4K. Oh, we got native 4K. Oh, 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 it's so good. It's so good. But if a game is exclusive to a console, what the fuck? No, you can't do this. It should come to the PC. It has to come to Steam. I can't, I can't fucking take this. No, no. That's, that's my whole fucking vision of that fucking community. There is no other fucking group of people that pisses me off because I hate hypocrites. Whoo, I'm amped up. So let's keep going. Now, I said there's no other community 
with their heads up their own ass as much as the peace community while being hypocrites. There is another community, another group of people that rivals the PC fanboys in terms of having their heads up their ass. The difference is they aren't hypocrites. And that's the only difference. And I'm talking to you, you fucking Sony fanboys. Dear God in heaven, you fucking asswipes. The big difference between the PC fanboy and a Sony fanboy is, at the very least, I know that the PC fanboy, it's bound to be an adult. You know, so you can afford to buy everything so you can rig up the fucking computer. A PlayStation fanboy, when I see them in my fucking head, the only thing I'm seeing is a 14-year-old Call of Duty fucking addict. And just, you you praise the fucking floor that your Sony PlayStation fucking drops on. Newsflash, motherfuckers. All of your fucking exclusives are the same. So get off your high horse. Get the fuck off your high horse. Because every fucking game that's exclusive to that fucking console, they're all the same. At the very least, on Steam, you'll get fucking anything from puzzle games to adventure to platforms to fucking art. You get everything. You get the whole fucking smorgasbord. The PlayStation exclusives, I swear to Christ, I don't even have to, like, okay, let's see. It's a third-person game where the main character will, will never shut the fuck up, kind of like me. All right, we got those two down. Uh, what else is there? Uh, it's, it's like a cutscene every two fucking minutes. Oh, and it's indulgent in the sense of, let's play the game for you. Is there anything more linear than a fucking PlayStation exclusive? It's fucking insane. How how you how the fucking PlayStation fanboys you're so fucking satisfied with the same shit over and over again. So get off your high horse, all right? Now. At the very least <laughs> the PC people and the Sony people, they got something to brag about. Well, this next community's got nothing to brag about. Hello, amigos. Hello, Xbox fanboys. What the fuck happened? Holy shit, what the fuck happened? The Xbox 360 came out and it beat the living shit out of the PlayStation 3. I mean, it was merciless. It beat it up, man. And now look at you. Dear Lord, what happened? It's crazy. You got no fucking exclusives. Everything that was unique to you, gone. Because fucking... I mean, the Xbox 360 was fucking incredible in that sense that it it revolutionized so many things. It introduced so many things. You got your fucking achievements. It revolutionized online gaming for consoles. It had exclusives after exclusives after exclusives. And, you know, 
compared to the PlayStation 1, the Xbox 360 exclusives were fucking insane. Mass Effect, Bioshock. Yes, motherfucker, Bioshock was an exclusive. It was, until they hoarded out. Mass Effect, Bioshock, Halo, Gears of War. They're all vastly different. Hell, Gears of War is the closest thing you'll get to a Sony exclusive. And now look at the Xbox One. <laughs> you got Sea of Thieves. The biggest disappointment in video games since God knows when. You got, what else do you got? You got Forza Horizon. I fucking love Forza Horizon. But it's kind of the same problem as the Sony fanboys, isn't it? It's kind of the same thing over and over again. I mean, let's be critical. If we can critique God of War for the PlayStation, we can sure as fuck critique Forza Horizon. No fucking community is free from this shit. So, while I'm saying to the PC fanboys, I want to slap them in the fucking head and go, hey, realize assholes, you're being hypocrites. Go to the PlayStation fanboys, slap them across the fucking head and tell them, hey, get off your high horse, your exclusives are not that fucking good. To the Xbox people, I want to grab them, put them down gently, just gently, because you're fragile, motherfuckers. Put you down, pat yourself on the head and go, hey, hey, buddy, man the fuck up! It's time to take back what was fucking yours. Woo! I feel good. Now, it's not all video games, you know? It's not all video games. Let's go from gaming communities. Let's go from that shit. Let's go from there to fucking music. <gasps> Holy shit, what the fuck? Is this really the same Danny? He's gonna talk about music? He's never talked about music before. That's right! I haven't talked about music before. <sighs> So, 2019. Let me tell you a little story. Hmm? How about, let's, let's, let's calm down. Let's calm our tits. Let's sit down. Let me tell you a fucking story. 2019. The year where I was, quote unquote, introduced to two new bands that I became a fan of. Am I introduced? I mean, I don't mean that it's the first time I hear them. Because it's not. What I mean with introduced is I actually gave them a real genuine shot. I went through their whole album discography and went, all right, I'm a fan. The first one is Motley Crue. Yeah, kind of late to the party. But, you know, it's the movie The Dirt. If you haven't seen The Dirt on Netflix, please do. It's a great fucking movie. It's funny as hell. I mean, God forbid... Everyone fucking hated it because it wasn't Bohemian Rhapsody. But you can't compare a band like Queen and Motley Crue. It's like comparing, I don't know, chocolate and vanilla ice cream. The only thing they got in common is that they're ice cream. The only thing Queen and Motley Crue has in common is it's music. Anyway, gotta get to the point. So, seeing this fucking movie, I was like, man, this, this band... They're probably awesome. Went through the whole discography, became a fan. And I, I kept thinking to myself, man, I fucking wish they would tour again. But I know that they signed that fucking contract. So they won't. Fast forward a couple of months, and I'm recording this in December 2019. 
by now, it's beneficial. Motley Crue's gonna tour again. Fuck yeah! Woo! Or is it? Because now is where the community part comes in. The fucking Motley Crue fans that were there from the beginning. Hey, I'm happy for you. But it's been non-stop shitting on Motley Crue for coming back. And now you signed a contract. You told us you were never going to tour again. This is bullshit. I do not fucking follow this. You should not come back. Here's a big fucking problem with communities. You keep thinking that you speak for the general public. And that goes for every fucking community. You don't. You fucking don't. No one speaks for the general public. All right? The only way a general public can affect something, if everyone think, if everyone's thinking the same, Motley Crue's coming back, this sucks. You know how you show it? You make sure that the touring that they're doing becomes a fucking failure. How do you do that? You don't go see them. Pretty fucking easy, right? But that's not what's gonna happen. No, fucking social media explodes with these fucking assholes. Now this sucks. No, you signed the contract. You were never gonna do this. You were never gonna tour. No, no. Fucker, listen, all right? Fucking calm down and fucking listen. All right, listen, listen. Because they're coming back, people like me, you know, new fans, we get to see them live. Why, why are people so fucking determined to take that shit away from new fans? <laughs> that was actually the one thing that made me go, I need to fucking record this. I need to tell people why communities are so fucking toxic. Why that shit is not a positive thing. Maybe now, maybe now you're starting to see things my way, huh? Maybe? Not quite? No, not really there? Okay, no problem. Let's go to the next one. The other band that I became a fan of this year is KISS. And not only did I become a, did I become a fan of them, I, I was basically baptized in the holy waters of Ace Freely, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, and Peter Chris. Ask any of my fucking friends, they'll tell you. And... I mean, this was around summer, if I remember correctly. Yes, this sounds about right. This was around summer. And I went on a bus. All right. All right. I don't live in Germany. I live to the north of Europe. But I'm afraid of flights. I am deadly afraid of flying. But I knew Kiss was coming to Germany. So I sit on a bus and I take this bus all the way down to Germany, 24 hours, more even, I can't remember, got to Berlin, walked all the way to the stadium, stood out in the fucking hot sun, it was hotter than hell, <laughs> and I waited for eight fucking hours to get into the fucking arena to go all the way to the front to see KISS live. From the concert, I went walking back to the bus. I waited nine fucking hours for the bus to show up, sat on the bus, drove all the way back home. 
I did all of this to see Kiss. And I regret nothing. It is one of the best things I've ever done. It's a memory for life. So I thought to myself, man, I really want to join the community that is Kiss Army. The fanboys. But it's a community. I put myself... I put on myself this pressure of, no, if you want to join this community, you have to fucking earn it. And you've only been a fan for, what, a couple of months? If that, you haven't earned the right. Now, to some of you, this might sound fucking stupid, or why the fuck would he do that? That's fucking, just fucking join them. They don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck if you've been a fan for one day. They just want your money. True. But that's the kind of pressure I put on myself, and I I bring this up because I fucking wish everyone else would do the same. I really do. If you want to join a community, you have to earn it. And if everyone thought like this, I promise you the fucking assholes that ruin it for everyone else will start to think that this shit isn't worth it. They'll leave that community and you'll only have the good eggs left. Hmm? Not a bad idea now, huh? I stand I stand by this. I stand by this. So there's a good there's something positive I said about communities. See, it's all it's not all negative, amigos. I feel great, I feel good. But when other people tell me, no, you should Crew should not be coming back because they are satisfied, because the community is satisfied, thus no one else should be. There's too much of that shit. You shouldn't be able to like Mac, says the PC community. PC is the only way to go. And if you don't do it, then you're a fucking idiot, you're a sheep, you're an apple cultist, whatever. That's why I hate him. The PlayStation fanboys worship that fucking console. Every fucking console they've done. And they refuse to critique their fucking exclusives. Everything Sony does, everything they release, everything that's exclusive for the PlayStation is by default flawless. But the problem is you not critiquing creates what's happened. The same fucking thing over and over again. Just spoon fed to you. Oh, and don't bring up fucking Bloodborne in my face, all right, fucker? Just because you can mention a, mention a couple of exclusives that doesn't fit into this category, it doesn't take away my point. Right? The Xbox fanboys, come on, get a fucking spine. Demand better. Demand better. You're so fucking desperate. After in a, a console exclusive, you guys bought Sea of Thieves. That game sucks. That game fucking sucks. If you want to call it a game, but Danny, they fixed it. They added a lot of shit. <gasps> Good for you. You still paid 600 for it. Or $60 or whatever the fuck the currency is in your, in your country. So I've attacked every community. Hell, I've attacked music. I've attacked, I've attacked gaming. 
And I know what some of you are wondering. This motherfucker, this fucking Nintendo fanboy is not going to attack Nintendo. Well, I'm not attacking the games. Well, fine. I am. Sony. Fuck those games. My problem with communities when it comes to Nintendo fanboys, specifically Pokemon. Now, this is not a fucking rehash of my... Generation 1 is the best generation because it's the one generation I grew up with. Therefore, every other generation is a piece of shit. I've been through all of that. Alright, what's done is done. So I'm not going to rehash that shit. What I am going to tell you, though, is (laughs) this fucking shitstorm that came out when Pokemon Sword and Shield was going to come out. You could not. You could fucking not go into Twitter without seeing the fucking Pokemon community lose their fucking shit. Convinced. That Pokemon Sword and Shield was a piece of shit. Weeks. Days before they even played it. Why? Well, they took away my precious Pokemon. The game has to suck. The game has to suck now. My Pokemon. Don't you realize how fucking pathetic that is? Not that you're an adult liking Pokemon. I'm 31 and I lost my shit over Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I'll be 50 and I'm going to lose my shit over the next Pokemon game. I'm going to be 95. God forbid I'll be 95. And I'm still going to buy the new Pokemon game. That's not the pathetic part. The pathetic part is they're not making the Pokemon game you want. And therefore you're hoping that it will fail that kind of thinking in any video game franchise to any video game developer is bullshit you see now i'm calmed down because now we got to the fucking core of this episode now you pissed me off every fucking pokemon game all right the biggest critique anyone can give it, and they're kind of right when they say this, they're basically the same game, except that they added features. Nah, I know what you're thinking. (laughs) You can say that about any Nintendo franchise. Wrong! And I will get to that in a future episode. I will get to that. Anyone who says that every single Mario game is the same deserves a kick to the nuts and or ass. All right? And I'm going to get to that in a different episode. Pokemon, however, is a franchise that I fucking adore, but let's be honest, it's basically the same game over and over and over and over and over again. They just add stuff. And on Pokemon Shield, Game Freak went out and said... There will be no national Pokedex. Meaning, all these Pokemon that you've been gathering throughout the years, that'll stop with shield and sword. So you're going to have to start from the beginning. Now, I can get why that would get under people's skin. I get why people would get pissed over that. I do. What I don't get is people losing their fucking minds on Twitter 
signing petitions to cancel Pokemon. Amigos, there was a fucking petition that people wanted to sign so they could send it to Donald Trump, the president of the United States, that he should stop the fucking sales of Pokemon Sword and Shield because Game Freak lied, thus they lied to the consumer, thus it's not good for the American economic. Yeah, for those of you not knowing that, if your if your reaction is uh, that's pretty fucking stupid, yeah, communities. That's what started this episode. The Monty Crew thing made it worse, but the real start, while Mo while Monty Crew was the one was the one thing the key, it made the key turn to ignite the engine. What actually made me take up the key and even put it in is the Pokemon debate. Because when the game was released, all of you, fucking every single one of you, you shut the fuck up. Oh, shit. Turns out the game's pretty good. Fuck. I guess I shouldn't have acted like a fucking three-year-old. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'll think the next time, you fucking assholes. I oh, fucking assholes. Let me end with this. Let me end with this. The developer of Call of Duty. Not developer. Several developers behind the latest Call of Duty game, in their own words, we're leaving the community on Reddit, on Twitter, we're leaving the community. And they actually use the word community. Why? Because of the endless death threats that they got. Yeah. Because of the endless death threats that they got, including to their sons and daughters. Kids got death threats. Because they made a game that some people didn't fucking agree with. Or they added shit that some people didn't agree with. And even the developers say the word communities. So don't fucking tell me that this episode shouldn't be called My Problem with Communities. Because it is. And don't give me that. Well, not all, not everyone's like this. Of course not. But to quote Gene Simmons, it's the fans' responsibility to seek out the rotten eggs in that fan base and take them out. Right. I don't think he said take him out. That makes it sound like they're gonna kill them. Just make, just be better people. Be better people. That's not a direct quote. Kind of fell on that one, but you kind of get the point, don't you? All right, amigos. It's been going on long enough. I need to get this off my chest. It feels good to be back. My God, it feels good. Amigos, I'm back. 
and we'll see what the next episode entails, huh? Love you. And, uh, hey, follow my Let's Plays, follow my, uh, yeah, just follow my fucking Let's Plays. I got humongous fucking plans planned for that shit. But before I leave, I want to, I want to leave, before I leave, before I end this episode, Jesus Christ. See, the moment I calm down is the moment I start stuttering, it's the moment I can't really finish a fucking thought. During this break... I was in contact with a listener to this podcast. And I'm not going to give out names. But in listening to this part, I think you know who you are. And he gave me some words and told me certain things about this podcast that truly made me emotional. Some words of encouragement, if you will. And I'll never forget it. Because there are many, many, many times where I doubt myself. It's basically the dominant thought in my head. And uh, what he said helped me a lot. So, again, not giving out names, but um, we talked about medieval. That's your confirmation that I'm that it's you that I'm talking to. So directly to you, thank you. That meant the world to me. To everyone else, I'll see you in the next episode. Adios.